Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I'm at home after a beautiful day here on Long Island, I'm ready to give you guys a little bit of food for thought, and again, just a little bit of hopefully some motivation to help change the way you look at things and maybe give you some want to push yourself that little bit extra. So this week, uh, I wanted to talk to you guys, uh, inspired right out of my own home, uh, and it's going to sound like I'm teasing her, but uh, I assure you, she was the one who <laughs> insisted I talk about this. It was her idea, so rather than give me a hard time and tell me I'm making fun of her, uh, know that my wife was the one who made this suggestion. But nonetheless, what I wanted to talk about is avoiding the very, very comfortable thing of hiding behind limitations. Now that sounds a little obscure, but come on the journey with me here. So uh, my wife, I've spoken about her a great many times, uh, super athlete, like always has been. She was a uh, collegiate tennis player. She played tennis her whole life. In high school, she played volleyball as well. She was involved in a couple other sports and activities, but tennis was always the big one for her. Her family's very involved in tennis. Um, you know, her grandfather uh, and father and grandmother were all big tennis players. Um, her father was a tennis coach for years. He was actually ranked in the top 50 uh, in the uh, U.S. Tennis Association for a good little while. So tennis was like her jam. That, that was definitely her big thing. But uh, nonetheless, as someone who is an athlete, uh, obviously the more you use your body, the more likelihood that you things just happen. And when I say things just happen, I mean things like pulled muscles and twisted ankles and rolled, rolled ankles and, uh, you know, strained shoulders and muscles and sprains and these type of things. You know, well, I don't want to discredit them into not calling them injuries, but I don't want to confuse uh, slight inconveniences with big injuries. Because obviously, if you roll your ankle, yeah, it kind of sucks. And yeah, it's sore for a few days or a little while or a week or maybe a little more. But I don't want to confuse that with like breaking your ankle. Those are two distinctly different things. There's a big difference between those two. But a mindset has to come from that. Let me take you guys on a little journey with me here for a little while. And you'll understand why I felt the need to talk about where we're going. If you guys remember way back in uh, one of the first few episodes... I sat down and I talked to my student, John, who had bounced back from a pretty big injury. He um, was at work, uh, works for a school district. He's a contractor. And he goes into his shop. And as he goes into his shop, he goes to pull open the big garage bay door. And when he does, the door falls off the track and he blows out his shoulder big time. He was on the shelf for quite a while. Now, obviously, that's a tremendous injury. Um, and on top of that, obviously, he was dealing with, uh, you know, work and all the things related to that. And that was an injury that required surgery. And, you know, he was at a point where he couldn't even jostle his body. Like, he wasn't even supposed to fly 
while he had one after that surgery for the fear of turbulence and what it could do shaking his arm around. Now, those type of injuries, hopefully, are very few and far between. The much greater type are the annoying type, right, like I mentioned before. So, this past week, my wife, she's involved on, uh, on Monday night. She goes and she plays tennis in this uh, women's clinic that uh, I got her involved in a couple of years ago for her birthday. And it's something that's a lot of fun for her, helps her hold on to something that was a very important part of her life for a very long time. But more importantly, like everything else, keeps her active, keeps her moving. And, you know, whom among us doesn't want to continually do stuff like that? So with that being said, uh, she was playing tennis, not this past Monday, Monday before. And she was all jazzed up uh, with the winter break and the holidays and, some, and such and some other stuff that was going on. She just kind of started getting back into the swing of things. Whereas only, she's only been back consistent at tennis for a couple of weeks. So uh, she's back and she's, she comes on Monday night. I come on Monday night and she's all jazzed up, all excited. And as we're getting ready to go to bed later on, she's like, hmm, my knee hurts a little bit. Then she wakes up during the night. Her knee hurt a lot. <laughs> and then the next day, her knee hurt like a whole lot, like to the point where... Uh, she was having trouble even straight, uh, bending it all the way or straightening it all the way. Turns out she sprained her knee. How, to this day, we still still don't really know because she's in the heated moment playing tennis. She doesn't know exactly which step or which torque or which turn was the thing that kept her from, that, that uh, put, her, <laughs> put her on injured reserve. Now, that's bad enough. So that's her, her left knee. Then, this past Friday, uh, she startled one of our cats real, real bad. And he took a chomp right down on her finger. So now she's got, on, uh, on her left leg, she's got a big old sprain on her knee. On her right pointer finger, she's got three nice cat bites. On her in the, th three nice puncture ones from a cat bite on her index finger. And it is driving her insane because one of those would have been limiting enough but both of them makes the limit a lot more difficult it's a lot harder for her to do what it is that she prides herself on doing and it's what I think we all need to pride ourselves on doing not finding the excuse not finding the reason or whatever to throw ourselves off course to to Instead, switch ourselves into relaxation mode. But instead, to find the motivation to keep moving forward. To find the way to work around the injury. To work around the inconvenience. I mean, think about it. Life's going to throw those little speed bumps at us all the time. It's very common. Like I said, whom among you can't think of a time when you had a stupid, annoying injury? And again, I, I don't want to confuse, you know, a busted up toe with a broken leg. Those are two very distinctly different things. But I think all of us have, at one point or another, had stupid little injuries. You know, I've broken toes bunches of times in my life. Sprained, rolled ankles, pulled muscles, all those things. Now, if you shut down your life every single time 
one of those things happened. If you stop moving forward, if you stop trying to be active, what kind of quality of life would you have whatsoever? More importantly, what kind of message would you be sending to yourself about moving forward, about your own self-discipline level, about what it is that you choose to do? I mean, if you really think about it, it's kind of a metaphor for your whole life. A person who gives in to those little annoying injuries, those little annoying circumstances that life threw their way, the person who, mm, I don't know why, right? They, whenever that thing pops up, that little, they use it as a reason to not find, to not uh, keep moving forward, to not stay on course. All right, they look at it as an excuse to rest or take a night off or a week off or whatever. And obviously, that's definitely not the best plan, right? Because all you're doing is creating hiccups in your pattern instead of staying on routine like we all know that we should. But that's the thing. That little evil voice in our mind can be very powerful. Right? I, I tell people this all the time, that everybody has in their mind that little voice that tells them to be easy on themselves, to you know, not push so hard, to give in to those moments of weakness. And we've talked about that before, not giving in to those moments of weakness. Why? Because it's such, it's such a human thing. It's something that is so unbelievably human. I mean, whom among us can't, Think about a time in our lives when we were in a weakened state physically or emotionally and we did something that haunts us because we were weak. Things that we wouldn't have done had we not been in that weakened state. You know, who among us hasn't, uh, you know, had a crazy, depressing day at work and came home and ate a bunch of food that they knew they shouldn't have and you felt physically like junk before or after, I should say. Who among us hasn't had, you know, a, a fight with a, a loved one and you're in this sour mood and, you know, because you're in this sour mood in this weakened mental state, you find yourself snapping on somebody else later? Whom among us hasn't done something in a place of heartbreak or whatever that we regret and wouldn't do it again? I think we've all done that. Right? We can, we can relate to it in that sense. But we have to also relate to it when it comes to the pursuit of our physicality. See, a lot of people look at exercise as a choice. And I saw this great thing from a Joe Rogan podcast just recently. Obviously, I am a podcast fan as someone who decided to spend you know, 20 minutes a week doing a podcast of their own. But I digress. Uh, I, I'm not too sure who the person I saw in this little highlight video was that he was speaking to. A blonde female, and she said something to the effect of, oh, that person doesn't have time to exercise. And Joe got real upset with the lady, real upset, because what the person was doing is they were making excuses. They were facilitating that other person giving in to that moment of weakness, giving in to that excuse. Everybody has the physical capacity. So long as they can move their body, they have a physical capacity for exercise. And everybody can make 
some time to exercise. The thing is, people realize people look at exercise and they're like, oh, if I really want to get in shape, I gotta exercise an hour a day. And this and whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. If you are doing zero minutes a day, why are you trying to get to an hour a day? If you have zero minutes of exercise a day, start getting five minutes of exercise a day. Get down and do some push-ups, do some crunches, walk around a little bit, some air squats, some air lunges, just something. Because the beautiful thing is that little something turns into a little more and a little more and a little more and a little more. Now, I'm of the opinion of Joe Rogan that everybody has the capacity for exercise and everybody has the responsibility to exercise. And I look at it exactly as that, as a responsibility, because we take care of ourselves not only for ourselves. We take care of ourselves for others as well. When I'm not feeling great physically, mentally, or whatever, I have to deal with that. And listen, if, if, I, if she felt the need to, would Mrs. Sensei take care of me? Would she dote on me? Of course she would. Of course, but that's not realistic for us to always think about. And not only that, but I don't want to put the strain on her. I want to take care of me for me. And exercise is one of those things that you do for you. People look at it as a, as a hindrance. They look at it as an obligation. They look at it as a some kind of downfall. And it is an obligation. They look at it as like a punishment. That's the word I was looking for. But it's every it's. The exact opposite of that. You are the greatest project you'll ever work on. I've spoken about that before. And instead of finding some reason not to do that, you got to find the way to keep moving forward. You got to find the way to do it. Now, here's the thing. Am I saying that if you have the flu and you are bedridden, you got to get up and exercise? Absolutely not. Not what I'm talking about. That's like, when I had the example of the broken leg. But even still, when someone has a broken leg, they could still exercise. Right? They could still do some things with their arms. They could still, I mean, even if they're, if they're wheelchair bound, they, they could roll themselves around in their wheelchair and using their arms to get that wheelchair going is exercise. If they're on crutches, crutching themselves around is exercise. But why would we let that little, that little, bit of weakness? Why would we let it hold us back? Why would we let it stop us? And the answer is simple. Because the human mind always craves comfort. So when that little moment comes, that human weakness sees it as an opportunity. Aha! Here is a time, here is a way for us to push, past, to push uh, ourselves away from that which is uncomfortable. Because, listen, there isn't a one of us that absolutely enjoys being exhausted. We don't, but we love the feeling afterwards. When I go through a crazy workout, when I go through a crazy martial arts class, and that, you know, my lungs are burning, and I'm feeling like I can't push to finish, that, that feeling is not great, of course. But the feeling that comes after, the feeling from conquering uh, that, that, that inner monologue, that feeling is worth it, 100%. So when you have that sprained knee or that cat bite on your finger or whatever, 
you can easily treat it as a, quote, reason not to, unquote. But we know no such thing exists. Instead, you got to find a way. There's always a way. There's always a way. Unless you let that little voice win. But that's the thing. What type of person do you want to be? What, what mindset do you want? Do you want the mindset where the littlest thing can throw you off course? I don't think so. I don't think that's who anybody wants to be. Maybe in the moment of weakness, maybe you want to be that, but that's just the weakness talking. I think most people want to be that stronger person, want to be that person that will push themselves to that higher level. That only comes when we're presented the opportunity. Right? That's the beautiful thing that comes out of those moments of difficulty, that comes out of that hardship. When, when that hardship comes, you still got to find a way. See, again, I'm focused mainly on exercise right now because to me, again, that's an obligation. It's a priority. It's, it's our health. And I know we all have plenty of responsibilities in our life, 100%. I don't think there's anyone who doesn't. But even all those things that you're responsible to, your health is a priority in being responsible to those things. Like, I, I don't just stay in shape for me. I don't try to keep myself healthy for me. I have to look at everybody else that that affects. Right? If I'm healthy, I can teach my students better. I can be a better husband. I can be a better you know, pet dad. I, I can be a, a better everything when I'm healthy. That's why it's a responsibility. But the thing is, that isn't the only thing that this idea translates to. There's always a moment of weakness. There's always an excuse. There's always a you know poor little reason that could be used to not do something. But, I mean, if you think about it, that's almost juvenile in a sense. When we think about little kids and uh, their excuses and their reasons as to why they can't do things, most of them are almost comical in how small that they are. But why would we let that stop us? I mean, think about it. I, I heard from, a, from a, a mom earlier this week about her little guy came home from school and was like, I'm tired. And he didn't want to come to class. But those are the days you're supposed to go to class. When you're tired, you feel like you conquered something. You feel like you overcame something. Now, that class that was just fun, that class that was just awesome, now we took it to a whole new level of awesome because you overcame something. Those workouts, those training sessions that you go through, when you have to work around something, yeah, you may not feel like yourself, but you know what you do feel like? Like the type of person that doesn't quit. Like the type of first person who doesn't find a way out. Like the type of person who doesn't let little things stand in their way. And that mindset, that representation of who you want to be, that's powerful. That's a great reflection on who you're going to be in everything else you do. Not just the care of your body every other part of your life. That's why we can't let those little things stop us. That's why we got to find our way always. 
Now, guys, before I let you go, I'm just going to ask you the same things I do very frequently because they're so important. Number one, please make sure that wherever you guys are listening, you subscribe so that way you get new episodes every week. Make sure you leave a rate and a review. I would really appreciate that. Also, please make sure to share the podcast. The, the most, the biggest compliment you can give me is sharing it to uh, all the people of your life, social media, whatever. It certainly would mean a lot. So that's all I have for you guys today. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at sensei underscore leonelli. On Facebook, I'm sensei james leonelli. Find my school online at tsksmithtown.com. You can find my school on Facebook, facebook.com slash tigershulmansmithtown. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at tsmma underscore smithtown. Find, out the, pod, find the podcast at tsmithtownpodcast on Instagram. Find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. And until next time, my friends. I'll see you guys on the map.